Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JV Podcast Network, The Bachelor Roundup. Joe Vore, Daniel McGuire, you know him. He's been doing this with me for a while now. Season 12, Bachelorette, Seasons 3 and 4, Bachelor in Paradise. Daniel, epic episode last night, week 4. We finally, we start off hot. We get that little preview that we've been seeing. I love when they do these little previews before episodes, after episodes. It's like, when are we going to see this? It's like coming up in six weeks. It's like, I'm going to forget about it in six weeks. But we finally see last night a little preview. New girls are coming in. Rumors of someone who's an escort. We get all of those answers last night on the episode. That's why we're breaking it down. We start off hot, like I said. And we pick up, after that, we pick up Queen Victoria... Everyone's kind of in the house here. Everyone's talking shit. Remember, Sarah went home. She had a really good connection with Matt, but Sarah felt, you know, there was uh, some things going on inside the house. She also has some things going on in her personal life uh, with her dad and and his health. Um, so she felt it was best for her to best for herself to go home. And Victoria, she's talking shit about Sarah to everyone. She's not there to defend herself. I've usually been on this. We've been on the side of Queen Victoria because. She's been entertaining. I really can't stand for the shit talking when when someone goes home for that reason and she's not there to defend herself. But she's like, the trash finally took itself out. I was like, that's kind of I mean, Queen Victoria is yeah. getting to be out of line here. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, there she can be entertaining at times, but uh, in uh, last night's episode and the most recent episode, yeah, she's getting kind of annoying and just too disrespectful. And, you know, just looking like a bitch, I guess. Right. But where it kind of circles back around is when Katie tries to jump in, who's kind of the next person on the list, which we're going to get to, Queen Victoria's notorious list. Um, she tells her to shut up. Uh, and Queen Victoria says, no, I won't. Um, so and she then she ends up calling her uh, like, you're a bitch. I'm going to say what I want. We're going to get to their chat in a second. But basically, like I said. Katie is now on Queen Victoria's list, much like Adam Sandler was on Steve Buscemi's list and Billy Madison. Um, she's on the list now, and Queen Victoria's out for her neck to take her out. So we now we move on. We see a one-on-one -on -one chat. Katie, Queen Victoria, they're essentially having this like weird like free speech, like First Amendment thing. Like, I can say whatever I want. If I'm going to talk shit, I'm going to talk shit. Uh, I think you're a bitch. Shut up. This, that. Um, so that got pretty intense, but it was cracking up. It's like, I'm going to say whatever I want to say. It, it felt like we were watching a political debate there for a second. Yeah. Like I said, it was, uh, um, Victoria, Queen Victoria or whatever. She could be entertaining at times, but last night I said, it's just, it gets too much. It gets annoying. And she, yeah, she's coming across as a unhappy, you know, angry bitch. Yeah. She's being a little bit of a bitch. So, and in the meantime, that's kind of taken away. There's some things going on. Chelsea, we haven't seen a ton of her, but she had a, looks like she had a pretty good connection with Matt. She picked up. She locked up a rose early on. Now we're to the cocktail party time. We're jumping around here. So Victoria, Matt, they're chatting one-on-one. -on -one. Now Chris Harrison comes in for a second. Usually we see come, someone coming in to steal Matt, another girl coming to steal Matt, but this time it's Chris Harrison. He kind of reminds all of us that when people found out he was going to be The Bachelor, they had, according to him, record numbers of applicants. So many girls wanted to be on this show and this season for him in particular that they weren't able to bring in everyone. But it looked like they kept some people warm out in the bullpen. 
and Chris Harrison has made the call to the bullpen. I don't know if they're righties or lefties. I don't care. It doesn't matter. They bring in several new girls. This just wasn't a few. I think they brought in five, four or five new fun. girls. And it is time to meet the others. That's kind of a little shout out to my lost fans out there. The others are here. We have met the others. And Brittany, she's the first one to come out of the limo. She's the first new girl to come out. And she comes in hot. She comes out. She tells Matt, I want to make up for lost time. And she goes in, not for a kiss, but she made out with Matt right there on the red carpet uh, there in Nemecolin. Yeah, I know. That was uh, pretty gutsy. Um, yeah. Would I have done that? Probably not. Even though, you know, like, you know, like to put, make, put things on the edge and be right over the top at times, but it's just a little tacky, I guess. It's too much. Um, I understand you're trying to stand out. But, um, yeah, it's just... It also works different. I don't think a guy could do that. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think a guy could go... Right, right. But Brittany here, I, Queen Victoria is... Um, she's She got totally punked here. Because Brittany is like a better looking, way better looking version of Queen Victoria in a way. She comes in, she's blunt. She's got like this spunk and this edge to her. Like, I don't give a shit. She's blunt up front. She comes in, she goes, uh, yeah, so I came in. I told him I wanted to make up for lost time. Then I made out with him. And everyone's like, what? And she doesn't yeah, give, I mean, she don't give an F about nothing. And I, I loved it. I'm like, I'm on, I, I'm on team Brittany right now. She totally yeah, no, punked Queen Victoria. She yeah, she's she's confident. She's uh, attractive, and yeah, I like her personality for the most part. Yeah, I love her. She's got that Chicago edge. And then we find out we got a new queen, Catalina, who was like Miss Puerto Rico Universe. We now, Daniel, the thing that we have in common is we now have two queens in our lives. So how much better has your life gotten since watching the episode this morning? Well, not a whole lot to be honest. But... <laughs> I knew you would say that. I'm trying to have some fun. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get around here. I'm messing around. I'm being sarcastic. But um, so she shows up and it was so funny. Someone walked in. It was like, is that another queen? Like what, what the hell is going on here? It's like a circus there in Pennsylvania going in and out. So the claws are out. People are out for blood. Um, rose ceremony time now. Pretty anticlimactic. No surprise. Queen Victoria is around for another week. There's really no other uh, notable things that happened. Um, Catalina, she gets the last row, so we still have our two queens around. And now there's a group date card, and here where the blood starts to boil even more, because on this group date card that's in just hours after all these new girls arrive, there are three new girls on this date card. Because most of the girls there are like, I can barely stand the girls that were here already. And now there are these new bitches coming in, and I really hate them. So they are extra pissed. Well, I mean, even going back to when the girls first came in, you know, the, the extra five girls, like, it's not their fault. You know, they're getting an opportunity right. to come in. You can't be mad at them. Be mad at the producers. Be mad at the show. But you can't be mad. It's reality TV. You can't, it is what it is, you know. Um, don't take it personal, you know. But obviously, as we see here, the girls are super insecure, super threatened, and super mad and jealous, I guess. And I get both sides. I get the new girls wanting to come in and realizing, hey, we're going right into a rose ceremony. I need to be aggressive. It's going to come off as disrespectful because I'm a, I'm new here. All these girls have been here. And I understand the girls that have been there. I understand their side too. And the only winner here is Matt. 
is Matt, but but the producers, because this is this is this is uh, this is exactly what they want. They're stirring the pot, the the theory, the the conspiracy. I always make Chris Harrison. He's the puppeteer up there, just calling the shots. He's a mad genius. Um, Harrison's like to pet on these people are there as puppets. Yes, exactly, exactly. So date card or a uh, group date time. They have this fall in love fest. This like obstacle course set up with a little with a little help from Ben Higgins, who shows up, former bachelor. Um, they put together this like wipeout esque like obstacle course. Like they they have to paddle across this pond. Um, I forget her name, but she got stuck. I thought she was going to get left behind like Andy Bernard in the Beach Games office episode where he's in the sumo suit. He's like, hey, I was with the group named Dubner Mifflin. He's there like eight hours later. I don't know. Have you seen The Office? Do you watch The Office? No, I've oh. well, obviously knew it. I don't watch it, but you know. Okay, whatever. People, hopefully someone's laughing. I thought it was a good reference. Um, Lori wins it. It's after party time. Matt grabs Anna. Anna was looking like she was going to make a run this episode at uh, picking up the the uh, the rose. But things got cut off a little bit. Things were going well. Matt grabbed her. And then our girl Brittany comes in. And she goes, can I steal him? And Anna's like, um, I'm going to kill you. Well, that's what I'm thinking. But she's thinking, I'm going to kill you. Uh, she's like, but I just sat down with him. So Brittany pushes back. Anna pushes back. Brittany leaves. But very quickly, Brittany circles back around after being denied, and she takes Matt away from Anna. And Brittany is quickly becoming one of my favorites, but also public enemy number one in the house. Yeah, I mean, like I said many times before in previous podcast episodes, is that if you ever seen the show, you realize that people are going to come in and try to get time with the lead, the guy yeah. or the girl. And so... You can't be surprised that someone's coming in. It's awkward. It's not realistic, but it is what it is. And so it's just part of the game. Absolutely. You got to play the game. And this is where Anna takes the opportunity to break the rumor to the other girls to spread a little jibber jabber in the house that Brittany may be an escort, that she has the numbers of all the rich guys in Chicago. Um, to which I respond, we kind of talk about this like, who cares? As long as she's not there, like totally, like fame hunting or gold digging or whatever she's doing, like who, who cares what she does? Fame, or, most people are there for fame or at least a part of it. Yeah. And as for her being an emperor, it's like in this day and age, I mean, who, you know, a bottle service girl or OnlyFans or sugar, I mean, all this stuff is so common nowadays where it's such a gray area. It's like, okay, well, just because she hangs out with some guys, does that make an escort? Older men, does, does that make an escort? Is she, is she on OnlyFans? Does that make an escort? Yeah, it's just one of these things. I, it is she, like shady to bring up someone's trying to make cause right. a, a rumor, even if it is true. Right. Um, but you know, it's, these girls are jealous and they, you know, they're uh, insecure, so they're willing to start shit. Right. Because even still, even though it's more commonplace now, I feel like escort. You hear it, and it has sort of a negative connotation to it. But like you said, I mean. If you do OnlyFans, that's so that's what you decide to do, and you make bank, and you're and you know you're you're safe. You're not in any compromising situations, or you're a bottle service girl, and you know how to work it and get those big tips. I say go for it. Who the hell cares? And like, who is this Anna girl to just be like saying these things because of something that she heard? I I, I, I just can't get on board with it. This, this Anna girl. No, she's she's not loving it. Um, so back at the house before we get to the group date, Rose. One-on-one -on -one card comes in. People are even more pissed now because Michelle gets it. 
And Michelle's a new girl. She walks in and she gets a one-on-one right away. So people are not happy here. Um, now back to our group date rose. Um, uh, Brie ends up getting the group date rose. Uh, and Brittany back at the house, she addresses the escort rumors because obviously it's made the way back to her. And she denies, denies, denies. And rightfully so, she's pretty disgusted with that being spread, that being said about her, especially when she's been there less than 24 hours. These, you know, these people don't know her. Maybe they've heard something about her or have seen her previously. But I think rightfully so, she's pretty disgusted about how her name and kind of reputation is being smeared so far, pretty much as soon as she steps into this universe of The Bachelor. Yeah, especially getting that thrown on, on you. It's, uh, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be impressed, but even if, like, let's say it is true, I mean, you gotta, you gotta deny it, or you gotta, maybe she could be like, yeah, you know, so what if I was? <laughs> it's 2021 yeah. or 2020. Right, right, exactly, exactly. How do you think that would go? Like, like go back to your season. If you, how would it have gone with the people that you were in the house with on The Bachelorette, some new guys come in, and one of the guys is a, you know, male, a gigolo, male prostitute or whatever, something like that. Like, how do you think that would have gone in the house with the dynamic that you guys already had in your time on the show? Some guys might think it's cool, you know, I don't yeah. know. Um, but all I know is if someone came in and said, oh, Daniel, try to say shit about me back home. If it was true or not, I was, I'd be very pissed. Yeah. Absolutely. I wouldn't be happy. Yeah. And also there's always like, there's always two sides to the story. I find, and like I said, it's a gray area. Like, some people might consider being on OnlyFans. I guess where you're selling yourself, you know, or everyone has different opinions on things, and yeah. you know, it is what it is. Like I know, like in Vancouver, there's tons and tons of girls that have uh, are sugar babies. They have, you know, they have dads or sugar daddies, whatever you want to call. It. It's very common nowadays. It's just it is like it is what it is. Right. So are those are they escorts? You know. Yeah. Well. Well, I guess it's a good thing we don't have any like virgins or Jesus freaks on this season because if an escort walked in, I'm sure they just would have turned into dust and just crumbled or turned into water or something. Caught on fire, spontaneously combust. I don't know. Being around something like that. Um, one-on-one date time. It's Michelle. Chris Harris, uh, a, a very special Chris Harrison edition scavenger hunt set up. Uh, they end up in a hot air balloon, which is very much like fireworks on The Bachelor. It's a Bachelor favorite. We see hot air balloons, blimps, things like that all the time. It's romantic. There's the scenery. There's the kiss. It's, you know, just kind of the regular Bachelor formula that we see all the time. Um, Another group date card arrives back at the house. But first, we go back to Michelle and the one-on-one. We got dinner time. She gets the rose. I thought this was a pretty good date. I thought they hit it off pretty well. I think they can build on this. How do you think the date went? I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll be honest. I fast forward through some of these dates just because it's pretty boring and repetitive. But the parts I did catch, um, yeah, it seemed like they liked each other. It seemed like a good date. They went ziplining, her hot air balloon, even though the hot air balloon looks like it was tied down. Yeah. Um, so it's, that was kind of weak. But um, yeah, no, it seems like they like each other. Yeah, for sure. So... Now, um, like we said, dinner time, gets the rose, very good date. Then we get some hilarious B-roll of Matt. I love the B-roll. I think that's my favorite thing of the show. He's shirtless. He's doing push-ups. 
He's uh, got some boxing gloves on. What looks like could have been the first time. Didn't look like a great, great. His his, uh, technique wasn't the best. Not great. Didn't look solid. Definitely not Tyson at all. Uh, He's doing some push-ups. He's he's squatting trees, which I was just, I mean, I was just like, what the fuck is going on? It's too much. It's too cheesy and too like, you know, they're trying too hard. I know. I mean, if they really wanted to go for it, the girls would have been walking up. 999, 1,000. Oh, didn't see you guys there. What's up? And then he just like throws a, like one of those Hollywood trees that are hollow and he just like launches it 30 yards. Um, so, so now we find out we got the battle for the bachelor. Um, it's a boxing match. And again, in front of a live studio audience, which means because of COVID, just the girls that aren't on the date. So these girls, what they get to do for the evening is come and watch, um, all, you know, a bunch of girls beat the crap out of each other. Um, so what did you think about the boxing match? Because just with everything that's out there with head injuries between, you know, I just feel like things like boxing, football, rugby, even though rugby is a little bit safe. I mean, but, but these guys aren't rugby players, so they don't have proper technique. So when I see football, rugby, boxing, wrestling, all these kinds of things on the show, I'm just like, is it like, like, I don't get it. Yeah, especially, you know, this is Aaron in 2021, where it seems like five years ago, this wouldn't be a big deal, but now it seems like everything's so sensitive and touchy. Right. So I'm sure, you know, people are giving on, I, I mean, I do on Twitter, but I'm sure on Twitter, people are probably, we're going crazy. Oh, this is dangerous. They shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And why are they having these girls fight or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, there's a little bit of truth there. I think there's some truth to that. I'm sure the gloves they had were the big ones. Obviously, the smaller the gloves, the more dangerous. Right. Um, and they have headgear on. Right. But still, like, it takes a, that's a, takes a lot to you know get in and fight someone. I'm sure all these girls have never been in a fight, but, no. you know, let alone in front of on TV um, with boxing gloves. So I'm sure they're pretty they're pretty scared um, and intimidated. So um, yeah, they definitely want to be able to do this with guys. Guys are definitely be uh, you know broken noses and whatnot. Right. Um, the guys would have killed them, killed each other. But again, the producers they don't care. They're doing this for ratings and entertainment, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, luckily it looked like he turned out okay, even though there was that. It looks like at times Matt was like, "Holy shit, we gotta stop this, and this is enough," you know. Yeah, like it didn't personally bother me. I was just surprised that that they're just like still doing these. Like you said, in today's age, I'm surprised that they're still doing it, and you know, just like, yeah, we can get away with this. We're just gonna do this. Um, yeah, no, I was, I was a little surprised as well. Yeah, so now we got the after party. Um, now, this is kind of where we leave off. We're at the after party. Katie grabs Matt, and she's ready to start addressing the bullying that's going on the ho- in the house, which I assume is going to be starting with Queen Victoria and kind of all the, 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 kind of the, the slander and bullying and, and, and trash talking after the fact, after Sarah left. Because, I mean, Queen Victoria kind of started it, but a lot of people joined in. A lot of people were laughing at what she was saying, what we referenced back, like when she said like the trash finally let itself out. Like that's pretty harsh, especially for someone who's going home for the reasons that she was. Um, even if the girls didn't exactly know that, like you have no idea what she might be going through. Um, I know we kind of were hard on Sarah, but once we kind of figured out like what all was going on, we definitely lightened up a little bit. And I think rightfully so, um, you know, it's not a free pass, but we definitely have to adjust, um, you know, kind of our breakdown and analysis of it. But I mean, th- this could be a huge bombshell because Katie drop, you know, drops names and what's been going on. This definitely isn't going to sit well with Matt. Like bullying and pressuring people and stuff like that isn't going to be cool with 
anyone with any sort of integrity. No, exactly. I mean, even from what we've seen, obviously they're going to just show us a little bit, but you can just imagine that this is probably going on, going on all day for however many days. Yeah. The cattiness, the bullying, uh, the intimidation or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, I mean, like when I was, when I was on the bachelorette, I mean, I remember they kept on going after Chad and going all the time. It was like, it was like a broken record. They weren't so much bullying them per se, but I mean, I guess if, if, if it, if it was different, if it was women, you know, guys consider, you know, cause it doubles down. I don't know. Right. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I respect Katie for going up. Yeah. Um, like some might say, Oh, she's being a rat, but it's like, no, these girls are really going over the top and they're really bowling and, um, it's just getting too much in my opinion. So, you know, I think it was a good thing that she went up and said something. No, I, I I'm totally in, in, in agreement with you. I'm in agreement with uh, Katie. I just think it's funny how, you know, I don't know. I don't know about any of these, these girls, but in a day and age where a lot of people claim to be super woke and, you know, mental health, this awareness, that, and there's, you know, like there's just multiple people bullying and talking shit like two. I mean, I'm not, you know, in, in a world, you know, where, I'm just like, oh, we have to be so overly nice to each other and there, there's no room for, you know, any, you know, clashing of heads. But it, it's kind of crossed a line here. And I think this is going to be a big deal come around next week. Matt's definitely going to have some thinking to do. And he's going to have to reevaluate what he what he has thought and, and some of the um, time that he spent with uh, some of these women. No, I agree. I think he's definitely going to do something about it. And there's definitely going to be some people going home probably because of this. And I mean, just one thing, as for Katie, like from what we've seen, obviously you can only tell so much from air, the airtime. And Katie seems like she has the best head on her shoulders. I'm not yeah. saying that so, I wouldn't necessarily want to date her, but she definitely seems the most level-headed and most maybe normal out of the bunch. I don't know. Yep, for sure. So before we wrap up here, Daniel, any final thoughts on this episode going into next week? No, it'll be good. Um, just looking forward to it. <laughs> yep, looking forward to seeing. Yeah, the, looking forward to going to the gym right now, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I love it. All right, thank you guys so much for watching Bachelor Roundup. Joe Vore, he's Daniel McGuire. Tune in next week to find out what goes on with this Katie and Matt conversation as well as breaking down the rest of the episode. We'll talk to you guys next week.